We are back from the really, really long time. Yes. But that's okay because, you know, holidays. I have been thinking about something for a while. I don't know if in every episode we say our names. I I try to. Do we? Maybe I it's just so. me. Maybe I just never say my name. But I... We say Kylo's name a lot. Really the most important person he is involved. Oh, he agrees. <gasps> Thanks, baby Kylo. Me. Well, just... You know, for shits and gigs. I'm Carly. I'm Amy. And our special guest star tonight is Andrea. Hey. And and we have another special guest commentator, I'm going to say. From across the room. What's up, fellas? Taylor Brzezinski. Hey. <laughs> hey, hey, Tay Tay. Hey, Tay Tay. I'm my Warhammer over here. He's, he's, he's doing some nerd stuff over there, but hey. I mean, it's called you gotta art. do what you gotta do. You gotta do what you gotta do, and it's not, it's not bad stuff. You don't yuck anyone's yums, you know? Yeah. No, I love that saying. <laughs> Me too. Me too. You don't yuck anyone's yums. I say that to my students. I have never heard that before. I'm just, I want to get that tattoo. Yeah. Actually, no, I want that on a sweatshirt. <laughs> yes. Or like a nice needlepoint pillow. Yes. There's a lot of things that I would love on a sweatshirt. So if anybody would like to send us money, my Venmo is <laughs> at a m. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but for real though, my I mean, <laughs> my OnlyFans account where I only wear sweatshirts that say things on them. Yes, that you send me. That's it. Yes. Well, and we feet pics. I'm just kidding. Oh. I don't do that. Well, you unless you know. unless. There, wait, there's this girl that has an OnlyFans where she just posts pictures with literal fans. That's, That's right, you told me that. I love that. Oh, like a fan. Not it's like, like a, a person. Well, it's like on April Fool's Day. Oh, when, like a ceiling fan. Like a ceiling fan. Yeah. It's amazing. On, it's a box fan. on April Fool's Day, Pornhub, they turned it into Cornhub, and it's just <laughs> pictures and videos of corn. <laughs> That's amazing. So, hey. But I think that if we do start merch, which I think that that would be a fun thing to do eventually, <gasps> yeah. the, for one of the first things will ha have to be crouchy. Crouchy! That's from our first episode. I say that all the time. Crouchy. We did, I did meet one of somebody, one of somebody, one of somebody who listened to our podcast. Who knew? Who First knew? of all, not me, that people listen. And she loved the word crouchy. So we have to have Andrea design it for a sweatshirt. Oh, we, yeah, know. we have, we have like a graphic designer guru in, in our yeah. circle. Ooh. So she, she is everything. She is a graphic designer. Merch time y'all for show. We could do, we could do like fridge <laughs> magnets. Kylo is going nuts on Amy. <laughs> Kylo, honey, honey, Kylo, stop. He just wants to be a part of it. It has to happen once every it, it, episode. It usually happens once an episode. I just get tackled. Are you okay? I'm fine. Okay. I'm fine. It's welcome. It's fine. But yes, oh, merch so merch will be something that I I'm ready to for. Do. I, I want would, a sweatshirt. I want I want to wear a sweatshirt with my name on it. Do you prefer a hood 
or no hood? Oh, that's a really... Because I have a preference. Are you a no hood? I'm a no hood. Sometimes see, I love a good see, hood, sometimes, though. Sometimes a, a hood is necessary. I don't like a chunky hood. You're I, a I, Sometimes I I'm don't a want a hood, but sometimes you just want to be like an like in a crack person in a black hoodie. And My hair gets all, all like, knotted. Maybe it's just a me issue, oh, but when could, I have well, a hood. Yeah, I mean, I, I get that. So I need I need a thin hood but and like not my, a chunky hood. You can have hood. options. Yeah, you don't need, we don't, maybe yes. we would do like a not a chunky hood. Or a nice beanie. Nice or a beanie. beanie is good. I would say like a fridge magnet, some socks, keychain. Yes, a crucifix. <laughs> That's gonna go over real well, Taylor. I am sure. I would say more like an upside down crucifix, but a plus sign. A plus sign. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> An equal sign. A coffin. A coffin. Please be buried with us. Hey. <laughs> that could be fun. You'd be guaranteed entertainment in the okay, afterlife. Wait, anyway, hello, welcome to our podcast. Yes, welcome. It's um, been a while. It's been a while. We are here to talk all things spooky with all of our favorite friends. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I have a list of, of like one and a half things before I talk about our actual topic, which is bum 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 the crucible. The, one of the best like actual written pieces of art ever yeah it's a play facts facts it's very cool and also the first play that i ever did as a freshman in high school that was that was my half that was my half thing to ask yeah it's okay i didn't know (laughs) so what i was gonna i wanted to clarify you were in a cast of the crucible Mm -hmm. yeah okay so two what part did you play okay so i played Susanna walcott um she really only had like three or four lines still counts but she was like prevalent in all of the tri- of like the big trial scenes okay was she one of the like abigail's like, yes witch friends yes okay cool cool i like costume? it oh god i would have to I, I, did you like I, it oh my god like, Ew, it's ugly. no i mean it was the whole experience of being in that show was just like so cool because one I was, I think there, uh, yeah, there was only two freshmen that were actually cast. <gasps> one of them was you. And one of them was me. And then Elite. the director at the time, he only directed my freshman year. And then he, oh. he was like a, like an off-Broadway director. And Ooh. then he ended up going back wow. to New York. Um, and he was hardcore. And like, he was yes. so hardcore that the parent, like the parents actually like really had an issue with him because he would keep us. Um, till like till it was done till it was done and Mm. so it was like we got this like taste (laughs) of professionalism that we didn't even really realize yeah but he really put together an amazing show and it was my first show that i did in high school and it, it felt very real and professional and i don't know i mean i loved every bit of it and I still have I still have my T-shirt that has the, cru- the uh, and the oh what was the, what was uh, East Side Players Theater if any of y'all are listening Hello. Madison East High School um we always put a saying or a line from each show that we did on our t- on our show shirts that we did oh nice I think it was the nooses yeah the nooses up Ooh, was scary and um 
You know what? Yeah, I'll, uh, when we're done recording, I'm gonna bring it out and we'll take a picture of it, put it on our Instagram yeah. because I still I still have it. And it and I definitely did the whole um, 2008 thing oh. where. Oh. You can add it to the video function and see it on Spotify. Oh. Later. We could do that, yes. Listen to us on Spotify. That is where I listen to podcasts. I, I don't too. know. Oh, that's okay. Yeah. I don't do the Apple one just because I don't, I never tried. I don't know how it works in technology and me. I just don't get it. <laughs> I just like that it's Spotify because it's all there. Yeah. yeah. You have a picture of yourself and Michelle? <gasps> I do. I mean, I think... Yeah, there yeah. should some real, real OG long ones ago, a Facebook long time album. Ago. I mean, I'm definitely in a bonnet. Yes. So Perfect. I'll have to, I'll have to do some digging for that. But I do for sure have the T-shirt in my closet. Um, yes. So I'll, I'll have us take a picture, and it has the very cute 2008 um thing that you did where you cut the middle of the T-shirt where oh, like your little, boobs are. Oh, a little yes. slit. Just a little slit. So it has that. That makes it cool. Just to know how that dated you were that different. is. That I was, that no, was I wasn't different. Thing. I was with it. That's true. That was I would do that now though. Cut up your shirt. Yeah. Yep. So that was, a, yes. Um, I have another question. Of course. Did you go to a Crucible cast party? Oh, fuck yeah, we did. <gasps> just like and the there, SNL skit? And there are pictures of that. Oh, Wow. Yikes. And there was no drugs or alcohol. I was gonna ask. I feel like some no. high schools was very much like that, but mine wasn't like that. None at of all. none of the cast parties that so, I that I had ever known so sat around and sang seasons we of sat love. At the piano and sang yes. some songs. And yeah. ours were just always. It was there was usually it was like divided up into like three groups, and one of them was like the people who wanted to dance and sing and blah blah blah. And it wasn't just show tunes. Like mm-hmm. our my cast parties were never just show tunes. It was like. Ah, Justin real Timberlake music. and Beyonce. Okay. All right, all right. Like, I mean, like, we always, so we always, always, always at our cast party always sang "Don't Stop Believing." Yeah. Journey. Oh yeah. Oh, that was yeah. like a huge one for us. Um, but so there was usually people who were singing and dancing, the people who were like in a very tight niche that were like talking very like symbolically about something, and then the people who were just like crying because it was over. And mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. for anybody who has never been in a show. In an either community theater or in a high school, college, whatever, the amount of emotion that happens when like you're putting on this play or musical or whatever, like you're volunteering, basically you're volunteering your whole entire time, your life, your yeah. men- your mental state, your emotional state, and when it's all done, it's like what what do I have? Yeah. You don't, now you don't have anything, so you're sad. I mean, you've given all of this time, and mm-hmm. you then you don't have it anymore, and it's it's very raw and I remember like at that cast party like feeling like oh my god like what am I gonna do now like I'm 14 14 15 years old and I'm like my life is my life and my mom always talks about that that was the first time that I was like allowed to stay up yeah as late as I wanted to Mm -hmm. and she was like I picked up my daughter at 3 30 in the morning I know those parties went late. Yeah. They went late, mm-hmm. but it was. But she was knew where I was. It wasn't yeah. like I was out on the town. Yeah, you're just with a bunch of theater people with a singing uh, journey, singing journey in a supervised home. Yeah, right. with parents and stuff. But like, I'll ne- I'll never forget that cast party ever. Aww. It was one of the coolest shows that I was ever a part of, still to this day. And I'm gonna be thirty. Wow, and I was that's so nice. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Aw, I'm glad I am. 
podcast. I'm glad I brought it up. Okay. Thank you for asking. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so we are going to talk about The Crucible, which is a play written by American playwright Arthur Miller in 1953. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I did a tiny little deep dive on Arthur Miller. But first, I had to ask, what the heck is a crucible? Did you know what it was? I do. You do? I do. Do you know I've what it is? I thought about it, and I do not know. I, know. I didn't think about it either until I started doing this. And I was like, wait a second. I don't know what a crucible is. So, <clears throat> the definition is a vessel, often ceramic or porcelain, used for melting down and purifying metal. So it's sort of like a metaphor um, about the Salem witch trials ending up being a crucible um, because it's a time of great testing and purification for the people in the town. Love a good metaphor. Yeah. I never would have thought about that, but yeah. No, I was just like, it's the crucible. I was like, oh yeah, witches. (laughs) Um, So the play in general is about the Salem witch trials. Um, but we're going to talk about Arthur Miller for a while. Um, I feel like many people have heard about Arthur Miller. He writes plays and screenplays, um, and he died in 2005 at the age of 89, which I didn't feel, I feel like that's kind of, it's more recent than I thought his death was. I don't really have memory of that. Yeah. No. So he also wrote the plays and screenplays for All My Sons, which I've heard of, but I've never seen. Yeah, I've never seen that either. And... Death of a Salesman. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's, Which a, is, that's a doozy. I have seen um, a lot of people who audition for me use a monologue Usually from use the there. monologues for it because, well, I There's mean. There's one about like a pen or yeah. something like that that I, I mean, hear quite they're, often. They're, they're good because they are broad and you can mm-hmm. kind of play with all those monologues a lot. Yeah. Yeah. In that play. All three of us are actors. Well, all four of us in the room are actors, by the way. So we we are yeah. all very familiar with Death of a Salesman. I'm retired. Yeah. <laughs> did you guys have to read the, the Crucible in high school mm-hmm. in English? Mm-hmm. I don't think I did. We read it. Well, actually, we read it and watched the movie in eighth grade. Wow. Actually, yeah. And that's why I the nineties movie. Yeah, well, yeah, with Winona Ryder. Ooh. And that's what wanted me. Gave me the push to audition yeah. because I had read so it already, like, and I was like, "This is, is a great play. Like, yeah. I want to do it." I know. I remembered it was like one of the few books in class that I actually enjoyed because oh. it was a play. Yeah, and I just like like I'm, this makes I sense. Enjoy reading plays better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. Um. Okay. So Arthur Miller was married three times, most notably to everybody's favorite Marilyn Monroe. That's right. That, right? I always wow. forget that. Uh-huh. I didn't know that. So they, I always just think that she was with the baseball player. And I know. And then, you know, with, you know, the Kennedy. Oh, then, yeah. Oh, you know, yeah. The government killed her, but that's a story for another day. <laughs> they were married from 1956 to 1961. And Marilyn Monroe was 11 years younger than Arthur yes. Miller. But when they were married, I believe she had just turned 30. So she mm. was 30 and he was 41, which I feel like is not that... That's not that large bad. of a difference. No. Like if she was nineteen and he yeah. was 30, thirty, I feel like everybody would have been like, like But thirty, I feel like you're definitely a fully formed human being. And, yeah, and that's eleven years really isn't. That's yeah, probably that's bad. not that bad. No. more normal than no. you think. Yeah, more normal than you think. Age is but a number. Correct. And Marilyn Monroe died nineteen months after their divorce. 
I didn't realize that it was so so soon. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dang. So Marilyn began to reconsider her career and the fact that um, trying to manage all of her fame and, like, all of that kind of stress made her feel a little helpless. So she's quoted admitting to Arthur Miller, quote, I hate Hollywood. I don't want it anymore. I want to live quietly in the country and just be there when you need me. I can't fight for myself anymore. My God. Isn't that so sad? So she was very much ready to be like, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to do this anymore. And And I feel like a lot of people. That's what's so scary about Hollywood is like you don't ever realize how wrapped up like you get into Mm -hmm. it until it's too late. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people did not listen to her. No. Wants and needs. Well, and and the fact that she was definitely during the definitive time in Hollywood for females where it was like you have to look a certain way. You have to weigh a certain way. I I mean, it's still that way, but like. It was, like, monitored by, like, your agent. by it. Ridiculous. Like, the thing that I just never, I mean, this was even earlier than Marilyn Monroe, Mm -hmm. is when they were, like, shoving cigarettes down Judy Garland's throat and giving her porridge. And that was it. Like, that's all she was allowed to eat and Mm -hmm. do on the set of Wizard of Oz. Yeah. As it, like, she was, like, what, 16, maybe? Yeah, like, a child. Like, you're a a child. child. It's wild. So, Marilyn Monroe actually converted to Judaism... Whoa. Yeah, Whoa, for Arthur Miller to express her loyalty and be Aww. closer to Arthur and his parents. Yes. Yeah. We love a Shabbat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and she is quoted to saying to her friend, Susan, I feel like I'm going to say her name wrong, Susan okay. Strasberg? Strasberg? That's right. Strasberg. Right. Well, yeah. seems, seems close. So she's quoted to saying, I can identify with the Jews. Everybody's always out to get them, no matter what they do. Like me. Which, another another really sad, yeah. sad way. I feel oh, yeah. so bad that she felt like that. Oh. And so true to this day, sadly. It, it, it is. is true. It is. Yes, true facts. And after she converted to Judaism, Egypt banned all of her movies. <gasps> Isn't that wild? That's they were like, well, now you're Jewish, so we can't watch your movies, which is ridiculous. Which is like, who would ever want to ban some like it hot? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is that the one where she sings a kiss on the hand, maybe by Continental? No. I don't. Diamonds are a girl's best friend. I think friend. so. I think it's that one. Our listeners will correct us if not. I hope so. Somebody tell me. Mm-hmm. Um. So after she married Arthur and she was um, a little bit away from Hollywood, her life became more normal. She started cooking and cleaning and sort of living a more, not a housewife life, but you know what I mean, a little bit more of a simple life, which is just, that's the dream for me. Just like leave me at home by myself. That's Mm -hmm. all I want. Um, So she began to give Arthur more attention and Mm -hmm. affection and lean on him a little bit more than she used to in the beginning of their relationship, which I feel like maybe put some strain on them if that's not quite what Arthur wanted. Um, So later um, that year, which I believe the year they were going to get divorced, Arthur Miller was subpoenaed by the HCUA, and Marilyn Monroe, like, accompanied him to all of these, like, meetings and hearings and whatever. So, the HCUA, I had to look this up. We yeah, get, so we're like, getting I'm, historical. Now I have no idea what you're talking about. We're getting historical. Um, is the House Committee on Un-American Activities. Whoa. 
Um, and in other iterations, it's also called the House Un-American Activities Committee, which is basically the same thing. So this was an investigative committee committee of the House of the United States House of Representatives created in 1938 to investigate alleged disloyalty and subversive activities on the part of private citizens and like just like people who live in the United States. So like somebody was watching you, making sure you were being American. And apparently I mean, they thought Arthur Miller was not being American. Dot dot dot. Dot dot dot. <laughs> dot dot dot. Were they right? I don't know. Um, <laughs> we're we're truly we're gonna talk about it. We get very historical today in this, but it was fascinating. Um just a quick disclaimer. The last time I was in a history class, I was probably sixteen years old. Maybe no, fifteen. History. That's, that's a little different. You know, but like a like history. a U.S. history. Okay, U.S. history. Yes. Then I was it was more than ten years ago. I was eighteen. Oh, good. I I can't remember. I blocked most. Well, of I was. I did an AP European history class. Oh, did a Wisconsin, cool. and then I did a Wisconsin history class. Look at you go. History was not my okay. I took a lot of science. Okay. To be completely full disclosure, I did the Wisconsin history class because a lot of it covered haunted shit in wisconsin yeah. and that's what i was about so that's why i took the class that's the cool stuff that tracks and i also got a ta credit for it and so pretty much it was like fun time all the time mm-hmm. so so this organization would watch people that were suspected of either um fascist or communist ties sounds about right for the time being and it became a standing permanent committee in 1945 and from 1969 onwards, it was known as the House Committee on Internal Security. Um, it was abolished in 1975, and its functions were transferred to the House Judiciary Committee, which a lot I think is, I know, it's a lot of words. <laughs> like, I'm looking up what you're what? Out. I mean, I am. I'm not my head going, I know what this shit is. Do okay. you really? Yeah. Okay, okay, good. There's a lot of history. We're getting very historical up in here. Okay. Yes. Yes, it's yeah. all connected. Thank you, Taylor. We're coming full Taylor, circle. You just come over here and join us. You're the history buff. Oh, oh he's pink. He's got better. He's being big an artist. Stuff going on over there. So this committee's anti-communist investigations are often associated with McCarthyism. He called it I a gold did, star for Taylor. I did have to look it up a little bit. Although Joseph McCarthy, who was a U.S. senator, had no direct involvement with the House committee. Do you know where he's from? Is he from Wisconsin? Oh, of course he is. I'm pretty sure he's from Wisconsin. Ah, yikes. Yikes, Krispies, man. Yikes, Krispies. That's have another, you said that one yet? That's I don't another, know if I have. <laughs> you have. Another uh, TM t-shirt, I want sweatshirt. that on a sweatshirt <laughs> so bad. T-shirt, sweatshirt, merch. <laughs> Coming to you soon. I would buy that. Whatever Thank you. Yikes, Krispies. <laughs> yeah. Some toilet paper. Especially for those, you know, real bad poops. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you do. Um, I made yikes krispies. I made rice krispies the other day. You should make rice krispies that say yikes krispies on them. I'll like put icing on them and say that. Or you should make them like black or something so they're like scary. Turn your teeth purple. That's fine. I'll do it. It'd be fine. 
Challenge accepted. Okay, anyway. Joseph McCarthy. McCarthyism. Um, McCarthy was the chairman of the Government Operations Committee and its permanent subcommittee of investigations of the U.S. Senate, but not the House. Okay. Okay. Wild. Okay. Back to the crucible. Wild. <laughs> Back to the crucible. The crucible is a dramatized and partially fictionalized story of the Salem witch trials that took place in the Massachusetts Bay Colony during 1962 to 19, or no, what did I say? 1692. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> really? <laughs> I, do, I do that every time. <laughs> You know, last week. <laughs> I know. <laughs> last week. Uh, 2020. Uh, you know, 2020. Just the 90s. Uh, the um, <laughs> 1692 to 1693. So, 1600s, everybody. Okay, but you do, I love that they say partially fictional when... All of the characters, they they were the real people. Yeah, so they used, like, real people who existed names, but sort of how they intertwined is not correct. Correct. Um, Which we will talk about. So this, the Crucible, is an allegory for McCarthyism. I looked up the word allegory in case you are unsure, everyone, because I was a tiny bit unsure. I knew it. Wizard of Oz is an allegory. Is it a fancy word for a metaphor? A little bit, yeah. Isn't it, like, a, a story? Yes. Yeah, like a, a story to tell a certain point of time. So, like, The Wizard of Oz is an allegory. Chronicles of Narnia is an allegory. Is it? It is. Okay, the definition is, okay, the definition is mm-hmm. it is a literary device literary. to represent a hidden meaning, usually moral or political. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I think, like, okay. when you're talking about The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, it's an allegory for some religion. sort of religious... religion. Yeah. Christian thing. Aslan was, like, Jesus. Jesus, because he died and he comes well back. Lord of the Rings. C.S. Lewis and J.R. Tolkien. Tolkien had a competition to see who could get more people to uh, like like their, their stuff. Christianity. Yeah. <gasps> and then but, who's Jesus in the Lord of the Rings? Yeah. Uh, that would be Aragon, I believe. What What's Ar- Frodo? Aragon. Moses. Aragon would be um. Uh, he was the guy who became the king at the end. Okay, I haven't watched it in a long time. I'm sorry, everyone. But so, Gollum is scary. <laughs> what's the What is it in Wizard of Oz? So that one was more political. Yes. So like they like they like symbolize like the Emerald City and like, like how like, oh, rich people. Yes, yes, yes. And okay. like the man behind the curtain. Yes, the man yeah. behind the curtain oh. and all of that. So like, like the Dust Bowl and the yeah. yes, the Great Depression. So like there yes. was I see those it. aspects. I see so. it. Okay. So allegory for McCarthyism. McCarthyism is about when Senator Joseph McCarthy tried to find, accuse, get rid of communists in the government and etc. Like all over. He was just like, we got to get rid of the communists. But most of the people he accused and who he got in trouble or fired or put in jail or whatever were actually not communists and they didn't do anything wrong. It was a dun-dun-dun witch hunt. Hey. Hey. So how does this relate to the Salem witch trials? I just said it. But Arthur Miller was questioned by the, the one of those committees, the HCUA, yeah. in 1956 mm-hmm. and convicted of contempt of Congress for refusing to identify others present at meetings he had attended, I believe, for communism. Bah, bah, bah. Was he a communist? I don't know. History's hard. Um, 
Marilyn Monroe probably knew. She probably knew too much, honestly. She didn't know too much. That's why she is no longer with us. I know. I feel bad. Um, So the... The Crucible won the 1953 Tony Award for Best Play. Wow. Okay. Here's how the story goes. We're finally getting to what actually (laughs) happens in The Crucible. It's okay. Now, there are so many people in this story. Yes, there is. There are Mm -hmm. so many people. Um, I'm not going to name them all because it would just be chaos on a radio show. Many radio show, a podcast. <laughs> We're on a radio, radio show. show. Well, back hey, you see? Hey, you see? Meanwhile, sweetheart. Meanwhile, back at the ranch. Um, so we're just going to talk about like the main people who are like the most important and influential in the story because there are just so many people. Um, great. So, lights up. Reverend Samuel Paris's daughter Betty. It's Paris. Do I do you pronounce it Parish? Yeah. With a sh. Yeah. Ah, it has just an s on everything I looked at. Um. So Parish, and I can see where that would be pronounced differently in other places. Yeah. So correct me when they're I say it wrong Pro- later. I mean, they're all Protestant, so sure. Well, so, some most of them. Are. So little Betty, um, she lies in bed motionless. She is catatonic. The night before, the Reverend Betty's dad saw Betty. Their slaved Tichuba and other women dancing in the forest. And he's all like, was this for a pagan ritual? The reverend knows that if word gets out about this, the stuff that he saw, that his reputation would be ruined. And he does not want that. So he asks his niece that he had to adopt, Abigail Williams, because her parents died. I don't know. Um, He is like, yo, Abigail, what happened last night? And she's like, absolutely nothing happened. We were just dancing in the forest. We just like to dance. We were just mm-hmm. feeling the springtime. Yeah, like. it was just so fun to go into the forest, light a fire, and dance around it. Some of us might have been naked. Um, at the time, dancing was not allowed. It was footloose. Mm-hmm. Nope. Literally. It was footloose. There dancing was, was not allowed. There was supposed to be no merriment allowed but as a woman. Footloose was actually based on the crucible. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe there, there's like a reverend, his children. Holy shit! A cool, <laughs> a cool guy that everybody likes. Ooh. Oh, my God. oh damn! We just connected. We just connected some. Please dots. give us the answers, yes. Kevin. So the re- the reverend, um, he's like, you know what? I'm gonna ask witchcraft specialist, another reverend, John Hale. To come to town and just like take a look at everything and just make sure everything's what made fine. What him a specialist on witchcraft? I believe he just decided. He just was. He like, had a lot of books. I know. He had a lot I of know. books. Okay. Yeah. Like he knew. Yeah. But he really didn't. Know. I. He didn't really know. He um, was like, I just need to get so. this shit under control because I'm. Most a of these people yes. were just like fresh <laughs> off of the Mayflower and were like, for real, cool. I'm in charge now. I. I, I am know. the captain now. Yeah. So, um, this guy, Hale, who is a reverend, says that he knows how to spot a witch. He has a lot of books. Everybody's like, all right, sick. Um, meanwhile. <laughs> books, cool. Yeah. Then everybody was like, ooh, he has books, so he knows. <laughs> I'm really sorry to interrupt you, but uh-huh. just, this part doesn't remind What? Okay, so have you guys seen, like, like any of the Monty Python movies? Mm-hmm. Yes. On <laughs> the part of Monty Python and the Holy Grail, <laughs> they're having the witch trial, and they're like, Yes. She's a witch. No, she's not. Why do we know? 
She well, turned me into a newt. newt. But then they're like, we'll go throw in the water and see if she floats. Well, what floats? Wood. A duck. Small rocks. Really small rocks. <laughs> a duck. Duck. Aww. So that's what the Reverend did. Pretty yep. much. Pretty much. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> Seriously, those were the tests. Honestly, like, that's what it was. So, meanwhile... Hale is coming to town. Meanwhile, Abigail and all the other girls who were out at midnight dancing, they wake up Betty, who was like, maybe faking it? Unclear. Um, And Abigail is like, yo, everybody stick to the dancing story. Don't say anything else or I'm going to be really mad at you. In reality... They were all trying to put a curse on Elizabeth Proctor. Bum, bum, bum. They were being girl bullies. Um, and then Betty. Wanted yes. Oh, we're going to talk about it. The poor Proctor family, man. They just Wait, go through no. it. Sucks. Um, and then Betty tries to jump out of a window. Pretty much, yeah. Ooh, for why is what I wrote in my notes. I don't remember why I wrote it like that. I even put little, like, swirly lines by it. Ooh, for why. It doesn't make sense. That's all over the book. I don't know. You're right. How tall? Maybe two stories. So still, if you're a little child. They made steps. So you can have a two story. Stairs existed back then. Stairs existed. They had stairs. Uh, I watched the 1990s movie with Winona yeah. Ryder, and there were Steps there were two there. stories in the house. No. But there's, but there's place in the 1990s. <laughs> but there are like legit sketches yes. of what what Salem. Oh yeah. yeah, they were they were pretty advanced. I would they say they were advanced fancy stairs, but they were but there. they were stairs. Yeah, you, you had dirt. to you had to make more than one story because you had like seven to eight children. Yeah. yeah. You didn't want to sleep on your dirt and the floor. the grandparents probably lived with them, too. That, too. Yeah, you all were storage. smashed together. Mm-hmm. You know, storage. Where did, where you would For keep your goats. I don't know. They had to keep all their food during their the depression. and all yeah. that kind of stuff. The depression? <laughs> <laughs> what were you know, we just talking about during the dust bowl? The no. 1930s? Just like the hard <laughs> no, times. No, we were just talking about something that took place during the depression. Wizard of Oz. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting my stories hey, confused. Okay, 16, 1692 could have had its own depression. We don't True, know. We don't probably know. did. I mean, it, well, okay, it, was it was probably, probably really called, depressing. It was probably just called famine. Or just existing. <laughs> just living. Okay, anyway. So, the Proctors. Who are they? Abigail used to work for Elizabeth and her husband, John. Oh, Poor John. <laughs> so, Abigail and John had an affair. Elizabeth found out, and she was like, you slept with my husband. That's not cool. You are fired. Um, how old and how old was Abigail again? Um, in the play and the movie, she's 17. That's correct, yes. And I believe John Proctor is like 30. 30 I feel like people didn't live that long. And he but really looked like he was in his 40s. There was, yeah. I mean, he could have been 25. I don't know. Um, but it was not cool. It but, was not cool. But mm-hmm. in real life, um, Abigail was twelve. But for the oh, wow. but but in real life, um, John Proctor and Abigail most likely did not. That did not happen, and they did not meet until the trials. So this gotcha. affair thing okay. was made up. It was just like a yeah. storyline in the play. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. it was just for to make the play. It was like the whole John Smith and Pocahontas. Thing. Yes, yeah, just to yeah, make yeah. everything you gotta have some romance, a yep. little more spicy. Romance. So, um. Meanwhile, while people are like, we gotta find this hail guy to talk to, which is Betty's like catatonic. So in one room, 
Abigail and John began to argue about all these rumors and their affair. Who is in love with who? Is John still in love with Abigail? Abigail is 10 out of 10 still in love with John. Oh, hell yeah. Because she's plotting to get his wife killed. Pretty much. And like so they're, like- they're having a fight. In room number two, Betty, um, I assume, hears them arguing and is like, oh no, that's not good. I can't have people know that one I was like doing witchcraft outside with my sister. We were planning to kill people. People can't know about the affair because then everybody's going to explode. So Betty just starts screaming bloody murder and she's just like full on. Ah! So to distract everyone from a fight happening in, the, in another room. Meanwhile, at the same time, in room number three, another group of people just decide to start singing a song. Yep. <laughs> and this song, it's a it's a psalm. Yep. A psalm song. It's like a religious song. Um, then, literally, all hell breaks loose. Mm-hmm. This whole show, I was going to call it a musical. This whole, it, <laughs> it should be. It might as well I'm, just be at this when point. You, when you said they were singing a song, I immediately just pictured them singing. kick off your sunday shoes that was what they were singing betty's like flailing out the window like it's a a whole thing you know the classic bible song footloose by kenny loggins the psalm what what is the psalm called because now i'm having like i'm I'm like what is it what the specific one is i have no idea i feel like it says it in the script i'm sure it does i don't remember what it is i don't know either um so then this is when i'm gonna like talk about a couple people that are like important but then we're never gonna mention them again for the most part so all hell breaks loose betty is screaming and people think that betty is screaming because she heard the churchy song and she's and she's got like the devil inside of her so the devil's like ow my ears um i cannot listen to religious music and that's why she's screaming is it true probably not Okay, then this wealthy couple, Thomas and Anne Putnam, they're upset because seven out of eight of their children have died, and Mrs. Putnam is like, it's because of witchcraft, obviously. Definitely not any other reason other than witchcraft. Yes, thank you, Taylor. Makes sense. The psalm was called Going Up to Jesus. Going Up to Jesus. Up those stairs. Up those stairs that we know how to make in the 1600s. (laughs) Not the Depression. Or the Dust Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> then meanwhile, this other lady, Rebecca Nurse, oh, who Rebecca Nurse. I have I am confused by her name because she's not No, she's not a nurse. Actually a nurse. No. That's just her last nurses name. Nurses that's just, named after her. That's just her name. Maybe. Therefore. I know. I that bothered me. I I thought she was a nurse for a minute and she's not. I guess yeah. there's probably people out there with that last name. I I, I sure. Sure. I it just makes me mad. She's not a nurse. But <laughs> I know, I she does I bring up she does bring up, she's like, hey, everybody, can we actually call a doctor to look at Betty? And everybody's like, no! <laughs> and she's a witch! No! Then she's these, Then this other guy, his name is Giles? Yep, Giles Corey. Okay, yeah! yeah it's all coming back to me. He and the Putnams are fighting all over land. back to me, back to me now. Thank you. <laughs> so Giles and the Putnams are fighting over land. They hate each other. Yep. Um, and well, a couple more. The reverend wants to get paid more. He wants a better house. And he's like, you know what? I think John Proctor is going to try and get me fired and ruin my reputation because he doesn't like me very much. Um, well, tough, 
titties. Yeah. So <laughs> while all of these adults are just like explaining all of their hatred of each other and the place that they live, Abigail is just like standing in the corner listening to everything. Well, she is because she's a little witch. She, yes. She vibes. And then Not ding the dong, no. who arrives but the witch guy, Hale. Hale's like, what up? I'm here to investigate your town for witches. So, Abigail and Tichuba, who we only talked about for like two seconds. Um, Tichuba is like, Abigail made me like try and conjure a death spell. Mm-hmm. We hate Abigail. And Abigail is like, Tichuba made me drink blood. We hate Tichuba. But Tichuba is seriously a bad bitch. Like, she, she is. Was, she's important. She's, she's literally, so she was smart. literally working for them as a slave, pretty much. Yeah, she was a slave. So it's like, mm-hmm. fuck you, Abigail. Yeah, Abigail sucks. She's really, she sucks. Mm-hmm. This, in this whole thing. She yeah. is the antagonist. Moral of the story. Moral yes. of the story. Abigail sucks. Abigail sucks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So then Hale goes up to Tichuba and he's like, if you do not confess to witchcraft, you're going to be whipped to death. Mm-hmm. And so Tichuba, being the smart, independent woman that she is, she, <laughs> thank you, she is immedi- immediately like, you know what? I I didn't want to do anything bad. The devil made me do it. He's here in this town. He's coming to get us all. So she, like, clears her name because they're like, oh, well, if the devil got into her brain, it's not her fault. We won't hurt her or hang her or whip her. Mm-hmm. Well, because she confessed. And that was she and that's confessed. A, and that's a huge symbolic thing is. Oh, yeah. If you, like, confess your if, sins. Then you're saved. Yeah. But then if you don't confess, if that's you're like, you no, die. I didn't do anything, they'll just kill you so anyway. So messed up. Yep. So then there were just. We're going we're gonna to get into it. So there were just so many people being like, yep, it was me. I did something wrong. Sorry. And well, then they like just have we no were, consequences. Yeah, like what? Because I went to Catholic school growing up. <gasps> we would have to go do like, um, like. Confession? What, yeah, confession. And what did you, you confess to, for? Well, you, it would be so stressful because you would have to be like, okay, like I have to think of something to say. That I did. That- that's like bad enough, but not too bad that they're going to like judge me. And then they literally are like, okay, you have to say, like, ten prayers, and then that's it. What kind of things would you be like, yeah, I'm sorry? I, think it would I be feel like, like you didn't I do anything wrong. I think it would wrong. be, like, really stupid. Like, I stole something from my sister. Like, that's, yeah, I'd be like, I bullied my sister. Yeah. Okay. Like, I would just, I would, like, I wouldn't actually feel bad for it either. I would yeah. just, like, have to think of something well, that's to say. What, and, and I apologize for any Christian Catholic listeners out there but i don't i don't really get why that makes you f- what, like what in makes, the clear what makes you in the clear but it's not because there are plenty of bad people who you didn't are fix like, what you broke i just think it's interesting that in school we were forced to go well right that's what when so you not, should really only go when you feel like you need to teaching go. any kids yeah. remorse right yeah 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 it's like say a prayer and you're good yeah, yeah. but also it's like you need to go do this even – I mean, every, not no one's perfect, and no. that's, like, kind of what they believe in is, like, mm-hmm. everyone's yeah. born We're having to, sinners. like, repent for their sins, which, mm-hmm. like, everyone can have their own opinion about that. But it's just, like, it's – I was just thinking about that, how we used to, like, be forced to, like, come up yeah. with something. It's just, it's like, just not so interesting. Because cool, it's, like, what if you really didn't do anything wrong? Like, yeah, and you're I like, didn't finish my peas. Like, that's right. bad? It's like, what no, if you were just full. Your, yeah, what if you were just full? Yeah, put them in a Tupperware. Save it for later. It's okay. 
Like EHP I don't know. It's, yeah, wild. Okay. So. Yes. Um, Tichiba's like, the devil made me do it. He's coming for us. And Tichiba then accuses some, like, randos who just happen to be midwives. And then Hale is like, OMG. Well, obviously, that's how the Putnam's children all died because mm-hmm. these women are working oh. for the devil. Oh. And yeah so that sort of like validates validates that's the word i want like they lost like like what it was like 11 seven out of eight of their children children died or something and it's like so tragic yeah so they're gonna blame both of them were named sarah it was sarah and sarah Mm -hmm. um and they were like it's their fault really was it or was it just it's the 1600s and nothing is great and people Everyone get sick all the damn time because there's no medicine or healthcare. Yeah, so right. It's just a hard time. It's the devil, you know. It's, it's the devil. That dang devil. He's <laughs> everywhere. Um. So then Abigail, who is always just standing in a corner listening to everything, is like, oh, this is going to work. And she's like, I don't want anybody to know why I was actually in the woods because I'll, like, super get in trouble. So I'm just going to point a finger at some random girl named Bridget. She's like, Bridget, Bridget, she dances with the devil. Bridget sucks. And then Betty is like, ooh, you know what? I love my my aunt, Abigail. Yeah. My cousin, Ab- cousin, cousin. Cousin. I love my cousin, Abigail. I want to be just like her. So Betty is like, me too, and accuses some random guy named George. And they all do this in a very, like, shocking and dramatic way. They're, like, convulsing. Their eyes are rolling back. They are just, like shaking all over the place and screaming that these people are working with the devil they are witches get rid of them so a little bit of time goes by and abigail and her like harem of young women have accused 40 people of witchcraft yeah (laughs) which is pretty much in my opinion i'm like this is like the whole town pretty much i mean like what do you think that town was like what like maybe 65 people maybe maybe including like nine children they did accuse some children as well. It's that is wild. true. I, I think wild. I I don't know. I like I said. I haven't read the Cruise in a long time, but yeah. didn't they mention some children being hung? I yeah. I in the movie, so. I did I watch think... the movie in preparation for this. Mm. There there was a child. Yes, which is like not it cool. Was it's like, bruh. Yeah. So John Proctor, who Abigail is in love with, he's like. None of this is true because when I was arguing with Abigail, she like told me what they were doing in the woods and I know that none of these people are actually witches. But he can't say anything because if he like tries to say like this isn't true and I know why, mm. he's going to have to reveal that why he and Abigail had an affair. Be fucking. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Elizabeth Proctor is already sus of Abigail, obviously. And she tells John, as long as you like like Abigail, as you have, as long as you have a crush on her, the the real word she used was lusts, but I wanted to find some synonyms. Um, <laughs> so as long as you lust for Abigail, he will never be able to redeem himself as a good man. Nope. Um, enter Mary Warren, another character. Yep. So Mary is a maid for John and Elizabeth Proctor. Mm-hmm. So one day, Mary comes um, into their house, and she's, like, doing chores and stuff. She's like, what up? And she gives Elizabeth a poppet. Oh, that's right. Yes, the poppet. Um, poppet. So a poppet is not those, like, rubbery things that children have now that are, like, bubble wrap. <laughs> no. It is also not a puppet. It's not a poppet. It's a doll. It's not a poppet. It's a lovey. Yeah, it's just, like, oh. a little doll. Handmade. 
Yeah, yeah. little doll um, that she made. And so Mary comes. She's like, here's this doll. Let me tell you about what's happening in the town right now. And she, like, starts to spill all the hot gossip about who is going to get hanged. And the proctors are like, okay, thanks for telling us. But also, like, you didn't finish any of your chores. You aren't doing your work. Like, what up, Mary? And Mary is like, guess what? I'm a member of the court now because she was in Abigail's little club. And I have to go to court every day because I know who is a witch and I can pick them out. Ha ha ha. And all of these girls are just following Abigail around. They're crying wolf. They're accusing people of witchcraft in the courts. It's all lies. So all these people are getting accused. And if they do not confess, they die. Yeah. They get hanged. They go to hell. Yeah. Um, and so Hale goes to the proctor's house and they're like discussing all of this madness. And John Proctor is like, isn't that weird that if you didn't do anything and you don't confess, you get killed anyway? And Hale right. is like, huh, that is weird. Oh, well. Well, anyways. Yeah, well, anyway, so, anyway, child. Right, there's, it, the message is, it's better to lie. Yeah. Well, it's, yes. I mean, the whole thing is a whole he said, she said case. Yes. Yeah. I mean, there's no mm -hmm. real answer because people got smart and it was like, well, I won't die if I just say, yeah, I'm a witch because someone else told me to do it. Yeah. Not even just the devil. They're blaming other people in the town. Right? Yeah. Like, it just, it turned into this whole, like, rumor mill of crap. Yes. Yes. Um, so they also, the people in the courts, um, they're just, like, a bunch of people's names. I did not write any of them down because they're not super important. So the court people, somebody also brings up. That, like, hey, did anybody notice how we are relying on a group of literal children to make courtroom decisions? <laughs> and they're like, huh, that's weird. But they're probably right, because they can see the witchcraft, and nobody else can. Wah, wah. The um, children. The children. Okay, back to the poppet. So, a bunch of people show up to the proctor's house, and... They find the poppet that Mary gave to Elizabeth, and they're like, this is, this is evil. Um, Hale, who was there already, is, like, totally shook. He's like, no way. Elizabeth is so nice. She could not be a witch. No way. Um, <laughs> the poppet has a little, like, pin stuck into its tummy. And meanwhile, at the courts, Abigail has accused Elizabeth of making a voodoo doll and sticking her with a pin because Abigail rushed one rushed in one day with a pin coming out of her stomach and she was like Elizabeth did it to me la 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 and yep. Mary is like wait a second that's my doll I made it and I put the pin in the doll to keep I wasn't done with it yet yeah because I was like making it and that's where I kept my that's where I kept my little needle when I was sewing it together Literally nobody cares what, about like, what Mary oh says. Oh my god, you murderer. Yeah, they you were like suck. they were like, no way, Abigail's telling the truth. You, Elizabeth, you're arrested. Nobody you cares. Harlot. Yes. So John is like, ooh, this is bad. He knows that he has to go to court and reveal the truth to save his wife and also literally everybody else in the town. Mm -hmm. Um, so John shows up he got a bunch of people to sign this petition saying that the people accused were like good people mm -hmm. um literally again nobody cares um mm -hmm. 
the reverend who doesn't like John Proctor and the other court people are like, you can't have a, a petition. That's illegal. Suck it. Um, and then Hale, who has been wavering after people were like, hey, this is a group of children. Is this okay? He's finally coming around and realizing all of his book learning. And he says, hey, why can't the accused people be allowed to, like, defend themselves? If they say they didn't do witchcraft, why why don't we, like, hear them out? Right. And the people in the court are like, no, no, no. Witchcraft is invisible, and the accused, as well as the accused friends and family, cannot be trusted because they're probably under the spell of the witches, and they're going to lie. <laughs> but literally... Everyone else is lying. And they're like, it's fine. They're all lying, claiming that they saw invisible magic. Yep. And their trustworthiness is not questioned at all. Nope. Not at all. Because why 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 would it need to be? Because why would anybody lie to get why? somebody else in trouble? That's never happened before. I don't know, maybe to save your own ass. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. So John also brought Mary who says, you know what, everyone, it's all lies. Abigail made me pretend to see witchcraft. And the people in the courts are like, prove it. Yeah. Prove to us that you're faking. And so the way they ask her to prove that she's faking is to, like, fake being possessed. They're yep. like, okay, so in the courts, you all pretended to be possessed, or you would all pretend to feel a cold wind or to faint. They're like, do it now. Pretend now. And this poor Mary, who, again, is probably like 12, um, and Abigail has threatened her and stuff like that. Um, surprise, she can't pretend because she's just terrified. She's in this room full of old white men staring at her. She's terrified. She can't pretend. So no one believes her. Sucks. And then John is like, okay, we got to pull out the big guns. John is finally like, Abigail did all of this to try and get rid of my wife so that I would marry her instead because we had an affair. Oh. Dun, dun. Yeah. Mic drop. The room goes silent. Everybody is like, huh? Is not shocked. Again, yeah. the court people are like, mm, not I don't so think so. So they're, they're like, we're going to bring in Elizabeth to confirm this story because once again, Nobody nobody cares about what anybody's saying other than Abigail. Um, and John is like, all right, bet. Bring in Elizabeth. She's amazing. She would never tell a lie. Bet. Bet. <laughs> and, surprise, Elizabeth, who is just trying to be a good wife. She loves her husband so much. And she they have children. They have children. She wants to keep her family together. She lies for John. And says that he didn't have an affair. She lies to keep his reputation like still solid. Because if people knew that he was an adulterer, everybody would hate him. His reputation would be ruined. Well, and her reputation would be ruined too. Like that you yeah. couldn't keep. Like, yeah. Because I don't, I don't know if you talk about this. So I'm sorry if I'm jumping the gun. Go ahead, but go how ahead. they, in a lot of the times in the play, they can, they call each of the women who Goody. are married. Goody. Yeah. So like that Ooh, you talk about it. Talk about it. You talk about oh. it. Oh. Well, I mean, I don't I mean, I don't know the full historical like story of it all, but I know that like each woman who in the show, in the play, and like maybe in even real life during the time who was married, 
their first like their first name would be dropped and they were only called by the last name but goody would follow that or goody would go before that oh, so like mm-hmm. goody proctor goody Corey, goody putnam yeah. mm-hmm. and meaning that you were like a good wife yes mm-hmm. so she would have lost that title mm-hmm. and then therefore would have also been like I don't want to say, like, considered, like, a harlot or a whore because she didn't cheat, but she wasn't would, a good enough of a wife to keep the man. Yeah. Which right. was just like, as bad. Like, divorce was so frowned <laughs> Yes, like, yeah. it was just as bad. Yeah. It was just bad all over. Yeah. Um, True, but, like, the I'm concept sure. of it. The concept was, of like, you, not cool. Yeah. I mean, that's still frowned upon in religion. It is. Yeah. In, so, some, in certain religions, I should say. Yeah. So Abigail is fucking pissed. She's like, Elizabeth needs to go away. I just hate her so much. She just keeps getting in my way and she keeps being a good person. So we must get rid of her. Uh, So Abigail and the other girls pretend to see Mary doing magic and like being spooky. And the girls are just hysterical. The court tells Mary like, you are a witch. We're going to hang you. So then Mary jumps back onto Team Abigail to save her ass, and she also pretends to see stuff that isn't there. She says, the devil made me lie, and that she's actually innocent. Mm -hmm. Really, this is all just to save her own life. And just goes this, like, mob mentality on both sides of Abigail and her club and, like, the court and their club. Mm -hmm. It's wild. Mm -hmm. So, um, is this the three months later? I think it's three months later. Three months go by. Literally, everybody is in jail. <laughs> Everyone. It's like, literally, yeah. Literally, everybody. People are going crazy. Land is being taken by the government because everybody is rotting in jail for the last rest of their lives. Some people are being hanged. Some people are just, like, waiting to be hanged. Mm-hmm. People are upset. There's, like, not enough people to, like, run the town. Um, everything is a mess. And there's whispers that there is going to be a rebellion in Salem. Which is, it's all Abigail's fault. And Abigail realizes this. So Abigail steals the reverend, who is basically her father. Like, took her in when she was an orphan. Has fed her and took care of her. Steals all of his money and flees to New England. Yep. And she's gone. Bye. She deuces, she deuces the fuck out of she's, there. Peace out, homies. Abigail is gone. Um, the reverend... Everybody kind of starts realizing that, like, ooh, we messed up. Yeah, you done fucked up there, Reverend. We messed Reverend. up big time. So the Reverend is like, hey, maybe we could get some of these hangings to be postponed and try and get more confessions to avoid more death. And Hale, while this is happening, is, like, so guilty. He's like, this is my fault. I created this witch hunt hysteria and he asks the remaining people who are like on the list to be hanged or in jail or whatever. He's like, can we just pardon them? This was a huge mistake. Yikes. That's a a whoopsie. That's a whoopsie. And the court is like, you guys, we can't do any of that because if we go back on our word now, it'll look like we don't know what we're doing. Which is true. They when didn't. you already don't know what you're yes. doing. And everybody will doubt us. Like, we can't we can't take our word back now. It's gone too far. If we I mean, try to backtrack now, it's going to make things your, worse. You dug your grave. You got to lie in it now at this point. Yeah. So, John Proctor and Elizabeth are still alive. 
So they bring out Elizabeth to talk to John Proctor and try and get him to confess. He's been like, the whole time he's been like, no, I haven't done anything wrong. I am not a witch or a wizard or whatever. I'm not a wizard. Um, because he just, he's like, that ain't me. I'm not going to confess to something I didn't do. Mm-hmm. Um, so they want John Proctor to confess because everybody loves him. And they want to stop killing people for no reason because they realize that they made some mistakes. Um, dun, dun, dun. They say John has not confessed because he does not want to give power to his accusers. Who is his accuser? Abigail. 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 Um, Elizabeth, in their conversation, she forgives John. Yep. Um, and she realizes, yes, it is very sweet. They have this beautiful, like, heart-to-heart conversation. Um, and I feel like it's because John definitely no longer lusts after Abigail. Oh, hell no. He's like, go get a bitch. Yeah, he's like, we hate Abigail. (laughs) Team hate Abigail. Team hate Abigail. (laughs) And so now he can sort of be redeemed and he can find his goodness now that this sort of cloud is out of his brain. Oh, when you say that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So this kind of frees John, um, getting a, a getting forgiveness from his wife. And he goes, you know what, Elizabeth? I'll do it. I'll do it for you. I will falsely confess to doing witchcraft. The moment of truth arrives. Everybody is gathered around. John confesses. He was like, yep, totally did it. Um, I did witchcraft. It was me. And then the court is like, can you also confess on behalf of everybody else that's left over? And he's like, no. Yikes. They ask John to write a written confession, and he's like, that's weird. I already confessed. Like, but why do you need it? But, okay, I guess I'll I'll write this. And, and he signs this piece of paper, and they were going to, like, hang it up on the door mm-hmm. of the church for, like, everybody to see. And then he's like, wait a second. No, no, no. You cannot do that. That's not cool. I don't want this whole business to, like, stigmatize my family. I don't want this to be, like, a part of my family's history. You can't have this piece of paper. Everybody starts arguing about this, um, which is just wild. I just don't feel like all – I feel bad for poor John Proctor. All of this pressure is put on this poor man who just – yikes. Um, it's just a simple yes. man. <laughs> Taylor, could you say that again? Yes, all because he put his peen in the wrong place. Put his key in too many locks. <laughs> put oh. his key. Come on, John. Really, it's maybe it's all John's fault. Honestly, come on, John. I mean, he made he fucked up. He had the affair. Yes. Yeah. True. But it takes two to tango, baby. But. <laughs> I got stepped on by Kylo. It's fine. I'm okay, everybody. Don't worry. <laughs> He's just so cute. Okay. So John rips up the piece of paper and he is like, Never mind. I renounce my confession. Da da. And then he has literally like the best lines. Ever. Yes. I did not write them in, write any of them down, but he has like a whole speech where because he was like, Because it is my no. name. Because yes. it is the only one I've got. Yeah, Kylo. 
Kylo's clapping his his nails. That's literally it's oh it's so good. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um and then John goes to get hanged. <laughs> yeah. Surprise. He's sentenced. What do you to, guys think you would do? Would you lie to save your life or would you I would straight up lie. Truth? I would probably be in Abigail's club. <laughs> That's what I would do. Well, especially if everybody knew that if he just had to confess, he could just stay alive. Yeah. Right? I would be know? like, yeah, it was me. I I did the witchcraft. Can I go home now? Yeah, especially there was actually like a like an internet game that we played online in high school, or it was like a learning game where it was like you got to go through the witch trials and like Mm. you went to trial and it was like if you faked it and confessed, you lived, and if you didn't, you died, and it was like teaching you like how people thought. It was actually very cool. It was like hysteria. So everybody. At the end of John's hanging is like super guilty mm-hmm. because they are. Um, so the other girls who like were in Abigail's club just have no consequences nope. for their actions. They just get to go about their day. They they're just like, oh well, what a weird blip. Like, time to move on. Tra la la. Tra la la. Let's go feed the cows. Berries and cream. Gotta go. Berries and cream. <laughs> Um, everyone is guilty for the most part, except for Elizabeth. She didn't do nothing. She literally did nothing wrong. And she finally is like, you know what? It's okay. John found his goodness. He has his goodness he now. He has his goodness. Aww. God forbid I take it from him. And blackout. That's how the show ends. Beautiful. It's so sad. Um, yeah, so witch, witch hunts are bad, everybody. And that was like honestly back to ESP when we did the Crucible. How ESP Eastside Players Theater, y'all. Madison East High School. It was like extra special. No, Eastside Players. (laughs) Um, I just really liked how we ended it. I don't know a ton of. (laughs) I don't know a ton of different endings. Like like obviously the movie, and I and I've, I've seen one off Broadway version of it. But we had somebody backstage doing the gallows drums. Ooh. And it would get faster and faster and faster. And Elizabeth stands up to look out the window. And mm-hmm. then the drums stop and she hung her head. And then Aww. the lights went off. Oh, I just got chills. That's yeah. Good. And it was like, and like, every, and like every night when we did the show, all of the cast members backstage were like, we watched that. Yeah. Because it was yeah. like this cool moment. Well, because it felt so real and like. But it was, yeah, it was awesome. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. Yeah. I did see, I saw a one-act version of The Crucible when oh, I was in one-act? high school. They, really? And I think they, like, made it into a one-act version. Yeah, it was Catholic Memorial Day. <gasps> <gasps> I, like, my life was forever changed when I watched it. I thought it was the coolest thing ever. The way that they, they like, added all of this, like, movement in it, it was so cool. Yeah. It was I feel so like you I, can do it in so many different ways. I yeah. really, really like wanted to see the Broadway version of it. Uh, yeah, I wanted Because they so had good. legit wolves. <gasps> Ooh. No way. Yes. And it was, and I never know her name. It's Lady Bird. I can Saoirse Ronan? Her. Yes. Yeah. I love was, her. Yes, she was Abigail. <gasps> wow. I have to look this On up. Broadway. And they I had mean, legit wolves. Would they, what would they do with the wolves? No, like, it was, like, it was part of, like, the opening at, like, they, like, had We're in trained. the forest? Yes. Oh, I have to look like that this, up. Yeah, and I was there's like, gotta I need be, to see this. There's got to be a bootleg of it somewhere. There's got to be. Um, so I, let me know. I looked up reboot. the definition of witch hunt. 
So the hunts were efforts to identify witches rather than pursuits of individuals who are already thought to be witches. Mm -hmm. So it was like people were just looking for reasons to accuse you of something, which I feel like is not the correct way to bring justice into the world. It is not. No. And then if you're not a witch, you die. Yeah, correct. Like, just it's just like asking. It's like they're trying to get rid of the witches, but they're actually doing the opposite. Yeah, they're doing the opposite. Right. Um. Okay. So, in reality, how many people died in like actual real, 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 real For Salem reals. witch trials? For realsies. Um. Nineteen people had been hanged, and five others had died in custody. Mm-hmm. Additionally, a man um was pressed to death. Um, yes. Beneath. Breath? Yes. It yeah. was um, it was the Putnam. It was Mr. Putnam. Was it or was it Giles Corey? Or was it Giles? It was. It was one, one of them. them. They like, yeah, smashed. So they wanted death. they wanted information from this yes. man, and he was like, "I don't have any information. I got nothing." And they didn't believe him. Obviously, yeah, that's another sad part of the show. So they, they would just it when it's convenient. For so them. they would just put heavy stones on yeah, top of like, you. Until, like, you would, like, give them information, and they just put so many heavy stones that he was just, like, crushed to death. Because he didn't have any information. He didn't know. Yeah. So, um, there was some other research that I thought was interesting. People were wondering, were these young women actually having these, like, fits where they would scream and have, like, convulsions? Yes, Taylor. When you're done, I have to buy it for the period well, Ooh. I was, I'm maybe thinking it's the same theory. Ooh, okay. So this is what I found. So, looking back, with the perspective provided by modern science, some scholars have speculated that the strange behavior may have resulted from a combination of asthma, there's a word I can't pronounce, encephalitis? Yeah. Encephalitis. No, there's a... There's a Alitis at the end. I just don't know how to pronounce the first part of the word. Lyme disease, epilepsy, child abuse, abuse, delusional psychosis, or convulsive ergotism? Sure. Um, That's the... Yeah. The last, the last thing I said, the ergotism, is a disease caused by eating bread mm-hmm. or cereal made of rye that had been infected mm-hmm. with... A fungus mm-hmm. called ergo, ergot. I would I would pronounce it ergo, which can elicit vomiting, choking fits, hallucinations, and the sense that something is crawling on your skin. Yeah. <gasps> well, so were these kids just like eating mold? Well, tripping on a fungus. The base how it was like happening was because the water was bad, probably to make said bread. Yeah. Which would be. And it would grow a fungus. Yeah. And then you would eat it. That was like a huge theory of like it was. Because plumbing I mean, was, was not hyster- invented. They had stairs. hysteria due but no to plumbing. dirty ass yeah. shit. Dirty ass shit. Wild. Um, like, how do you, you don't know the bread is moldy. You don't you know. Really? Yeah. Unless it's like legit growing. Like the green right. stuff. But if which, it's like. But if it's. In the you don't making know. Process, like if it's in the making yeah. process. You don't know. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and we discussed that Abigail Williams was a real person. Mm-hmm. Um, in actual history, she was about 11 or 12 when she first started accusing people of witchcraft. And Betty Parrish mm-hmm. was also real. And she was about nine years old. Mm-hmm. There is literally 
almost zero information about Al- Abby about Abigail Williams' parentage, her origins, and after 1692, she basically just like disappears from records. Mm-hmm. Yes, Taylor. You think she was a demon? Is That's that, about- is that what your theory was? No. It was a triple bottle, but oh, okay. the bread. My my question to you too, slash also Taylor, slash also Kylo. So to to the four of you, <laughs> do you think Abigail was actually a witch or like doing witchcraft, or was yeah. she just a random child? No, the way she left, like the way she left the town, completely distraught. I think she was a demon, so not like a human. Well, I think was a witch, but a demon. I think yeah. that she had intention to cause mass destruction. Yeah. And obviously there are good witches and there are bad witches. Back to the Wizard of Oz. Kylo mm-hmm. agrees. But there are also people out there who just want to see the world burn in front of them and walk yeah. away. And they're very that very well could have been what her intent was, was mm-hmm. just to manipulate a very large group of people into thinking one way and then yeah i wonder if she was like alive today and we don't know like where did her parents come from where did she come from was she what happened to her as a child she could have died after this whole thing and yeah but no yeah there was a hard time of but was there something in her past like nature versus nurture was there something in her past that sort of made her want to like bring chaos and or harm to a bunch of people jealousy is she gonna be a serial killer was she ted bundy i don't know i was gonna say i feel like maybe like what if she is a witch but she because of things in her past she doesn't understand how to use it yeah Mm -hmm. i see or she's trying to figure it out because she's so young yeah Mm -hmm. i mean she's even younger in real life when she who who was like this 12 year old she knows who in that court. I want to know, right? I mean, but it was it was Maybe all she hearsay. Was using her power mm-hmm. it was all hearsay. So you think she was a witch? A witch, but maybe she didn't know it. I think she was just still figuring it out. But I think something was. But I don't see it. But I think that if she was an actual witch, she was a witch with very bad intentions. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because Kylo agrees. There's a dark sense of it. Where, yes. And that's why I feel like, I mean, like, the history of, like, actual Salem is so rich and, and stuff, but I feel like it always has such a bad rep of, like, being, like, oh, Salem, evil, witch, like, Halloween, scary, spooky, yeah. like, like, where... Got a bad rep. It, it's not that at all. Yeah. I mean, there are definite people who... Maybe use witchcraft or not good. Yeah. But. Kylo agrees. But I do <laughs> like that, like, in the Crucible, like, the movie The Crucible, mm-hmm. they, like, show, like, a legit, like, witch. Yeah. Like, they, all of the Like, all the women, women dancing around the fire and that. Yeah. But then, like, Tichuba, like, kills the chicken and then Abigail drinks the blood out yeah. of the head. So, like. In, and she like smears it yeah, all over her face. Yikes! In the but then movie, they all like, go running away, scared because they're like, "Oh shit, she didn't fucking." Yeah, like, like she Abigail. 
I she feel wasn't like fucking around. They did have witchery intentions. Like they oh, yeah. all put in stuff to get like the boy to have a crush on them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. But then Abigail took it too far. She was like, oh. Even Tichaba was like, like no, oh. that wasn't what we were supposed to do. You were, this was supposed to be like a fun thing, and now poor Tichaba. And now you just like killed a chicken, drank the blood, and then got naked. And now it it's doesn't like, really too real. say what happens to Tichuba. Tichuba, Tichuba dies. Die? She, she, she die? gets hung. Yeah. Oh, what? Yeah. Even after she said? Yep. That sucks. Abigail made her. Yeah, that's what's like, like, yeah, hashtag fuck Abigail because she. <laughs> Team, I hate Abigail. Abigail sucks. Well, it's like, because I, I think, yeah, I think in the play, I think Goody Putnam gets hung. She's hung. I think so. Yeah. And I, that's why I think it's Mr. Putnam because I think then he's the one who gets suppressed. I think he, they, they both die. I think they, he gets like stoned. Or maybe it's Giles Corey. I can't remember. I can't there remember. There were just so many people like, so in that play. It's like he was like, I don't, I don't know anything. And he yeah. Just gets like, and they just squish him. Mm. Just squished. But to like, death. it's so good. Mm-hmm. I think it is very fascinating. And like, um, I appreciate that it can be an allegory for. A lot of things, mm-hmm. um, but, you know, just this sort of mob mentality and how easy it is to just, like, be like, yeah, okay, like, I'm in, you know? Yeah. And, like, the whole pretty much bad moral of the end of the story is, oh, you want to survive? Lie. Lie. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which is so <sighs> funny because a lot of the time, you think about it now, like, in big cases, they'll plead guilty, but they'll plead insanity. Mm-hmm. Or even now, if you plead guilty on stuff, you will get, like, less of a sentence. Yes. Or a lot of times they'll hear people be like, I don't remember. Yeah, Yeah. they'll plead insanity. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, it's never really left Mm -hmm. to this day. It's very interesting. Yeah. How the judicial judicial system (laughs) works. That's a really good word to say. I know. Judicial. You need to say the justice. The justice I system. Say, I wanted to say the other word. <laughs> I wanted to be bougie. <laughs> because I know that word. Well, well, friends, that, that was, was the crucible. That was the crucible. You did so Just good. Just some very that dramatic gossip. Thank you. I was into it. That was yeah, good that's a great, I mean, it was a great one that we did. I always I enjoy when I get one. to watch, anytime I get to watch a movie. Yes. I'm in. I'm be like, all right. What did you think, Annie Jean? Loved it. I like. It's been so long since I've read it, so it was fun. Like, <laughs> Same refresh. for a random recap. Yeah. But like, there was a lot of stuff. I was like, oh yeah, I remember that part. Yeah. Oh, Kylo is very excited. Yes, he's he just wants crucible. to play. Yeah. But he oh my says, goodness, like I'll be a crucible. <laughs> oh, it felt so good to be doing this again. Yeah. And again, I know that I'll say it before and I'll say it again. We got a lot of. So many other cool ideas, so yeah. many other cool stories to tell you guys. We're very excited. We will. We may have some really other cool things brewing, but I'm not going to say anything right now yeah. because we Knock don't on know wood. yet. Knock on wood. But hopefully in the next couple of years. Years? <laughs> years. No. No. <laughs> Sooner than that. In the Sometimes next I of, feel like months feel like years. Months. You know? We'll have some like pretty awesome news and some cool business for you. Um, but until then, thank, thank you. you. Thank you for listening. You. Tell your friends. Yeah, tell your friends to follow us on Spotify, Apple Music, and whatever other podcast format that you Come love. say hi on Instagram. Say hi to us on Instagram and on Facebook. Um, we will be 
here. Wait, we'll be here. We'll be chilling. <laughs> like a villain. Like a villain. I can't wait to see Carly's picture in her yes, shirt. Yes, yes. We will post, we'll, we will oh, post yeah. those pictures. I will try to find some oldie but goodie photos of baby Carly, baby Carly in the crucible wearing a bonnet. Yes. It's legit. Um, and until then, I'm Carly. I'm Amy. And never forget to stay, stay spooky. spooky. Woo! <laughs>